When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So before we get into the joys of talking about last night, that absolutely delightful night of playing um, in the FA Cup against Bristol City. Of course, it was a bit of a nightmare night for West Ham. Um, I just want to say we're giving away our West Ham top and we've got a winner uh, for this month. It's uh, Katie. It's Katie Irons 846. So congratulations, Katie. What we'll do is I'll, um, I'll uh, send you a message on your post on the comments. And then basically you can get in touch and then we'll get the details from you and you can obviously pick what top you want, what size, etc. And we'll get it into you in the post. So congratulations to you. Uh, we'll be doing the same at the end of the month as well. So keep an eye out for that one. Uh, all you need to do is be a subscriber to the channel. So if you're not a subscriber, do click on it. It's free to do so. And also click the like button as well. It does a lot for the channel. Um, look, let's, let's talk about this game uh, as quickly as we possibly can, because I don't really want to go over it too much. Uh, a really bad night. But you know what? Not only was it a bad night, it was one that was bloody predictable, wasn't it? I, I don't think there was many West Ham fans that were going into that game confident, um, knowing the side that we were probably likely to field. Um, and that's kind of the sort of situation with regards to this video, to be honest, why uh, I want to talk about that, uh, the Deadwood in this club, because there is an abundance of it. There really is. And it was just, it's just so evident, isn't it, when we've when you scratch the surface of this side and take away the sort of the, the you know the quality that we have and then you sort of look at the other the players that can then step in there's just nothing there um and look it's not just down to the players it's down to the manager as well i think there's a few people that need to um be accountable for this because the situation isn't good uh, the performance was not good enough at all uh, a really really bad night um i just want to talk about a couple of bits uh, obviously um the match started and there was a really Really nasty early challenge on um, Danny Ings from Williams, uh, who I thought, uh, to be honest, I just thought the bloke was a thug, really. I really just, I'm sick and tired of playing that side. Uh, obviously, played them two matches now. They just, look, I, I, I'm not having a go in terms of being a bit physical because I think that's part of the game. And, and especially in FA Cups, you are expecting that because teams that are probably lacking that bit of quality um, against a rival that has more of that, they're going to say, well, let's just, just try and impose ourselves on the game in another way. And that's the way they're going to do it. But this wasn't just, 
a bit of physicality. It was just nasty challenges and really dangerous and reckless. I mean, he clattered into Ings and studs up and went into his shin. I mean, he could break his leg. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, people say, oh, yeah, but he won the ball. But come on, it was it was really bad. And to me, you know, from the back of what we went through in the first leg, where we were pretty much the same, you know, kicked around uh, for pretty much 90 minutes in that game um, by Bristol City. Don't get me wrong, I, I was appalled by West Ham in terms of the fact that we didn't stand up to him and we weren't prepared for it. I was expecting more this time, but that just set the tone, didn't it, for the, the replay, like straight away, straight into our player studs up. And the fact the referee didn't do anything about it um, just, just sent the wrong message, I think, to Bristol City, to be honest with you. I just think it just set the wrong tone just to basically say, yeah, it's fine. We're gonna, You can get away with that kind of thing. And and they did. And they did throughout the game. I thought there was some really, really nasty uh, approach to it from Bristol City. But look, they deserve their, their result. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to take anything away from that. They, they deserve to go through. West Ham didn't. They were the better side overall. Um, but I certainly didn't like that aspect of the game. Uh, and then straight away we conceded, uh, I think it was third minute, wasn't it? Um, ridiculous um, back pass again from Mavropanos. And for a player that I, I actually admire, I do like Mavropanos. I, I like his pace. I think he's been decent for us. But he's got a mistake in him, hasn't he? My word. And considering the fact he'd done this very similar against Crystal Palace, to, to, I, a really poor back pass where he's not really paying attention. I think that's the problem. He's kind of, he's made his mind up before he's really considering what he's doing. He's not thinking, hang on a minute, let me just look up, let me completely get this right. Just put, you know, at the end of the day, I've, my rule is, right, when I played football as a kid, if if in doubt, put it out. If you don't really know, if you're not quite sure, if you if, if, just put it off the pitch. Just say, I'm going to put it off the pitch. I don't know what's going on behind me. I don't know who's there. Don't start taking silly risks because it gave us straight away a mountain to climb against Bristol City at the end of the day because they're at home. They're going to be right up for it and right and right, right as well. You know, they, they they should be up for it. And their crowd was certainly uh, that. And so West Ham, to be fair, I think we were, we were a bit noisy as well. But, it you know, to be 1-0 down in the third minute. But having said that, although it's frustrating, you do think to yourself, well, look, we've got bloody 97 minutes here to deal with this. It, you know, we, we can get back in this game. We've got enough quality on the pitch there. So you'd think. Um, but I, I actually thought the performance was really poor overall. We didn't. I'm not saying we didn't we didn't try. I thought there was a bit of effort there. It's just it was a real lack of quality from the players that should have been showing it. And I'm I'm talking even James Wall Prowse I actually thought was was pretty poor overall. Considering the fact the player, you know, how good we know we can be. I think the problem with West Ham is at the moment, and I don't and this is where I've got a little bit of sympathy for the club, uh Moyes, etc. and and the team. Is that if you you know we, we are l- lacking our best players. If you did that to any side, you'd you'd notice it. You know what I mean? If Man City lost all of their best players all of a sudden, you took out De Bruyne, Haaland, you know, even this season, look, look at where City are. City aren't, you know, cruising towards the title because they've lost a couple of key players. So I have got a little bit of sympathy in that regard, but what I haven't got sympathy for is the players that have come in that are just not good enough. They're just not good enough. And that's down to a couple of things. One, their their ability or probably lack of fight, lack of desire. Um, but also the lack of rotation we see in our squad. We don't; these players aren't playing enough. That's the problem. Um, Max Cornet, I, I actually thought didn't play that badly. I, you know, don't give him, all right. Let's get this straight. He didn't have a good game at all, but at least he gave it a go. Do you know what I mean? It's like he wasn't as if he was just walking around the pitch and not didn't care. He wanted to try, but the bloke doesn't play football. Do you know what I mean? He literally. When was the last time we saw Max Cornet play a, a ninety minutes of football? We don't ever see it. We don't really see him play ten minutes, do we? Fifteen minutes. We barely ever see Max Cornet play. So. It's quite harsh on him then to expect him to suddenly hit the ground running and go, go on off you go and, and be amazing. So, but my word, this is a team full of absolute deadwood, isn't it? I mean, an abundance of it. 
Aaron Creswell was shockingly poor. Again, Ben Rama was poor. Um, there were some really poor performances out there uh, tonight. I, I just wasn't, or last night, I should say, um, was, wasn't good at all. Um, I thought Sue Fowl was really bad. Um, I, I, so much so, I think his shirt's up for grabs. I, I really do. I've, I've not seen enough of him recently to make me think, do you know what? You are an, an absolute starter. Don't get me wrong, when he's on it, um, Sue Fowl, he's great, but he has not been good recently and he was really poor in that game. He didn't look up for it at all. It, for a player as well that's got so much bite of West Ham, he's kind of a nasty player. I thought he just sort of weren't up. He weren't even that up for the fight. You know, he's the place you sort of turn to and go, come on, they're, they're kicking lumps out of us here, Vlad. You know what I mean? You're going to get stuck in. And I just thought he didn't even really look that bothered about it. He, he was really not up for the challenge. And um, yeah, I was very, very disappointed. Thomas Suchek was shockingly bad, totally absent once again. I think a lot of these players, um, well, when I say a lot of these players, when you look at our midfield of Suchek and Ward-Prowse, they look lost without the quality in front of them. Without Bowen, without Paqueta, without Caduce, they they look lost. They don't know what to do because they. And I get it because they don't play with these other players a lot as well. But let's be let's be frank, right? The, the players that are on that pitch had more than enough about them to go and beat Bristol City. Okay, I'm not. And that's no disrespect to Bristol City because I've, you know they fully deserve to go through. But we we should have seen a lot more from that side, a lot more hunger, a lot more desire, a bit more team effort. But it was just it was really lacking. Um, and I, I, I'm like West Ham fans. I'm really deflated. But do you know what? Not shocked at all. I, I'm not. I, I didn't wake up from that thinking, oh, I can't believe I've got to go and face people today and it's going to be so embarrassing. I, I wasn't at all. I was, I was actually quite like, yeah, well, I was. I expected it. You know, I was, I, I was. I mean, I, when I did the preview, I said that it was going to, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't confident at all, but I thought we might nick it 2-1 if, you know, and to be honest, I had that feeling when we went nil down, I thought we might get back in. If we get one, we'll probably get a second. And we had our chances. You know, not many, but we had a, we had a couple of chances. I thought um, Thomas Suchet, especially at the end with that header, very unlucky. Great, great save from uh, from their keeper. Uh, it wasn't as if we had n- none at all. We could have got back in the game. On another day, it could have gone our way. And let's be fair, if we had a referee that had some bollocks and actually refereed that game properly and dealt with their horrendous challenges. I mean, the one, the challenge on um, Ings was awful. But the cha- the, 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 um, the altercation... Um, that their uh, right winger had with, uh, sorry, the right midfielder had with um, Aaron Creswell. Now I don't know if you saw it, but it was really yeah. they've got they come together, had a bit of a tangle, cut of like a bit of a handbag job, and this guy swung his arm round and clattered um, uh, Creswell in the head. It's an instant red card. Regard, it's just an instant red right in front of the bench, right in front of the fourth official. The linesman's there as well. The ball's over the other side of the pitch. So there's nothing else for him to deal with, and yet Creswell gets booked. I mean, it really was shocking, really poor. But I mean, I know I sound like a whingy um, bastard at the moment going on as if like we, yeah, we were robbed. We weren't robbed. It was just, I think the game could have been different. Do you know what I mean? Let's be honest. If, if Let's just say that that challenge on Ings would have an instant red card. It was a different game. They'd have been down to 10 men. It would have totally deep, deep flattened the crowd. They probably would have, it would have been different. I think the game would have panned out very differently. But look, it is what it is. We're out of the cup. It's frustrating. But the purpose of this video really is to, is to talk about the, the, the squad shape at the moment because it's just not good. I mean, there, there is so much work to be done with this squad in terms of our um, second string players. It really is um, really poor. And it really highlights the fact that we've been saying for a while, I want to see more of the academy boys given a go. If this is what we're going to get, if this is what we're, the best we're going to get from these players... I mean, sorry, Ben Rama. I mean, I mean, he's likely to play his last game. And to be honest with you, I'm kind of pleased now. I'm, I'm sad about it because I think he could have, the story could have been so different for him. And I'll always be grateful for, for the um, the penalty in the final um, last season, of course, in the Europa Conference League. But 
you know, come on. I mean, come on. His performance was so poor. He was so bad. And it's time for him to move on. There's so many players that have got, just got to move on from this club now. You know, you can just see that we need to change. We need to freshen this squad up. Um, and I do blame David Moyes for partly for this. I, I mean, I know that's what I'm going to get on these comments. I know that. And I, I, I agree with it. Like, I'm not going against you. Like, I, I am in agreement that the manager hasn't managed his players well enough at all. But then at the same time, on the flip side of it, we always cry out, don't we? And say, like, oh, give Max Corner a go. Give him a go. And this, then when they play, you think, oh, is this really the best you can play? Is this the best we're going to get? I've forgotten even Danny Ings. I haven't even mentioned Danny Ings apart from the challenge. I mean, Christ almighty, he was fucking awful. He was absolutely dreadful. Like, just not in the game, so lethargic, just, he's got nothing, he offers nothing for this side at all, this, this system just does not suit him, I mean, the fact the guy wants a Premier League move is surprising, because he don't even look like a Premier League striker to me anymore, he really doesn't, um, it really is just a, a, a team of misfits, it looks like a team of strangers, do you know what I mean, it's like they've never really, they've just, they've, we've thrown them together, go, go on, off you go, they, they don't know what they're doing, and this is a team that, the squad of players have been together for a fair while now, you know what I mean, and, yeah, really, really bad night all round for West Ham. Um, a lot of work to be done uh, when it comes to this transfer window when we've got players clearing out. Do you know what, though, really pisses me off more is the fact that we're talking about selling Ben Johnson. We're not West Ham aren't willing to pay this guy a wage. He was probably our best player. On the, yeah, apart from possibly Emerson, maybe. Emerson played pretty well. Um, as always, he's been brilliant for us this season. You know, I can't fault him at all, actually. I think he's, he's been a real... Great player for us this season. One of my, you know, contender for them of the year. But Ben Johnson's been brilliant this season for us. It, whenever he's been called upon, he's been really decent. And the bloke just wants a standard wage. He wants to earn a man's wage in terms of, you know, a, a Premier League footballer's wage. He doesn't want 100 grand a week. I don't believe it. Anything silly like that. I think he sort of wants, you know, 40, whatever, 40, 50 grand a week, like a normal standard Premier League player's wage. He deserves it. He's good enough. Like, he, he's good enough now. Like, he's not an academy boy anymore. He's not a boy. He's, he's a man. Like, he stepped in and done a good job. He was better than Soufal. I'll be honest. Like, I, I'd rather see Johnson's name on the team sheet uh, than Soufal's when it comes to Sunday. I'd, I'd like to know your thoughts on it. I really would. Like, I, I've got nothing. And he's an academy lad. You know what I mean? It's like, seriously, the amount of shit we've got in this team. And that, and he's one that we're looking to offload, and we're like considering offers for. I just, I, I, I mean, I know that the club have offered him contracts, but I think they're, you know, they're obviously not where he wants it to be. They got to get it sorted out. He's a good player, really useful to have, and yeah, I mean, I thought he was one of the shining lights last night. But I tell you what, there was one shining light. I'm, I'm, I want to try and pick up the mood a bit on this video, right? There was, there was one shining light, um, and that was uh, Callum Marshall. Callum Marshall. Callum Marshall. That's his sister, Marshall. Um, no, Callum Marshall, um, he was excellent. Really, really good. Like, I, I, I thought he looked the business, actually. I, I was loved his move. I mean, I've seen him uh, play for the academy um, a few times, etc. And I think he's, he has always impressed. But, you know, when you see him on a, a senior level pitch, you think, well, let's see how he get on now. Let's see, let's see how he get on in this level. Yeah, you know, playing with West Ham, I thought, uh, under a bit of pressure, obviously, one nil down. I thought he looked great. I thought he was composed. He, he was handleable, lovely. And... I've got no problems with him. I've, I, I, I looked at him and thought that that is a future player. The Divine Obama, I think, is getting an unfair bit of criticism, really, for his performance. Um, don't get me wrong, it wasn't wonderful. I didn't think, well, but, I mean, come on, he's only a young lad. Give, give the guy a go, you know what I mean? For God's sake, he needs to learn. But he looks a player that needs a loan. I've said it a few times now on this channel, and I, I think, we, and I'm standing by it firmly, that he is a player that really could do with a League One or Championship move, just to get him playing, you know what I mean? Get get out of it, get kicked about a bit, get toughened up, get some goals, get some confidence. 
I think he's doing the world of good. Um, kind of Marshall, though. I'll tell you what, though. You look at the account. What he does, though, does though when you see see those like like Marshall play, just gives you that kind of feeling of that's what I want to see more of. I'd rather that than the bloody uh, Deadwood we've got. Do you know what I mean? We've got too much of it. But look, a bad night. It was a bad night all round. West Ham are at the cup. Um, it's not obviously all doom and gloom. There's still lo- loads to be excited about this season. We're sick from the league. You know, we've got the Europa League coming up in March. We've got a lot to look forward to. It's, it's not all uh, doom and gloom. And we've got a huge game coming up on Sunday against Crystal, uh, Crystal Palace, against Sheffield United, which is a big game, big opportunity for the club. And let's just hope now the players respond. We put it right. And my God, we get this January transfer window right. <laughs> Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.